tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We are back to cover the recap of UFC 283 this weekend in Brazil. Um, good card. Did you notice that the crowd understood what was happening? I noticed it the most in uh, the Gilbert Burns-Neil Magny fight. And we'll talk about it, but when Burns went from side control on top, the crowd went nuts. So I, I yelled up to Lucas when that happened. That is something that happens that used to happen in Pride a lot. Okay. Because they're educated fans. Yeah. And w w the fans we're, here are we're not. not. We're <laughs> yeah. not. I mean, and, we, and so we'll it is it. very cool to see like someone pass the guard, you know, and the crowd cheers. Yeah. Someone goes from side control to mount, and the crowd goes crazy. And I'm like, yeah. So they're educated. I thought that was I thought that was really cool, and it was it was weird to hear that. I'm like, wait, I think cheering, and then I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, and I was clapping and excited. But yeah, like here, the only the people that train, yeah, you know, are are, are educated or someone that really follows the sport, right? Uh, otherwise, you know, like what's happening? And those people are booing because they want to see two people bang and throw punches and they're not, you know, when it goes to the ground, they're just like, ah, oh, you right. know, send them up. So. Right. Well, let's jump into it. The, the first fight, Paul Craig and Johnny Walker. Uh, this did not last long at all. So uh, don't hang on to a single leg and not do something with it. If you pick up a single, you either quickly need to run the pipe cut to a double or like treetop it so you can get it up and yeah. run him backwards so he's, yeah. he's busy trying to stay on his feet right but he had it up in the air and man he was eating we i kind of demonstrated this morning in fight class <laughs> but he was eating uh like straight clean shots every shot that landed was clean and then while he was sitting on his leg like you just your dad used, this. You know, I used to yes. sit on your dad's foot and walk around that's, <laughs> that, that's what he was sitting on uh uh, Johnny Walker's leg, yeah, and he just started hammer fisting down until they stopped it. And it was a good stoppage. He was like, I, I didn't know it, but uh, I was listening to John and Josh, and uh, they had said that there were people complaining it was an early stoppage. Uh, it was definitely not an early stoppage. Okay. Like he was, uh, he was, uh, he, he was, was taking hurt. damage. Yeah, hard, taking, hard damage. So if you if you pull up the stats on this one, I think it was uh, two minutes and sixteen seconds in the first round. Total yeah. strikes seventeen to three, significant strikes sixteen to three. Um, uh, yeah, it was just. I'd said if it stays up, Johnny Walker goes to the ground. Yeah, Craig and and, and, and Craig wanted it to the ground bad oh, enough he, that he just he needed it to, but not like that. Yeah, that yeah. And did you notice Paul Craig um, when Buffer was announcing him? Man, he was all the way across the ring. He yeah. was all you know. I yeah. thought I'm like, man, you're. And it kind of made me wonder, like, if you posture that hard, are you are you worried? Right. Like, is this right. is this you trying to, to to psych yourself up and psych them out? It it, it really made me wonder. There been a few guys mindset. that do that. I think I think Connor did that when he fought Khabib as well, um, and and was out there, you know, on on his side. Um, you know what it reminded me of, and this is going to sound like probably a pretty big diss, but it kind of reminded me of Ronda Rousey before she fought Holly Holm, and she just had that like, yeah, yeah. you know, that just. Parker face almost, Art, you know? yeah, that resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> She's known for that, right? Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this fight. It went fast, um, yeah. and I, yeah, I, I just thought, 
what a what a bad strategy to hold on to that single leg. And- For sure. I mean, he'd have been better off pulling guard and trying to attack from there. He would have absorbed less less damage yeah. all at one time. He just yeah. he absorbed so much damage right off the bat. It was, it was awful. And well, I'm not an advocate of pulling guard. I'm just saying, like, he he. Yeah, did nothing with the single when he had it yep. and needed to switch to something. Uh, Paul Craig was not ranked. Johnny Walker's number 12. Does this do anything for Walker, this performance? No. It only, I think I talked about it. It was the only person would have helped is Paul Craig would have yeah. moved into the rankings. Yeah. But Johnny Walker's not going to move probably. Yeah. I, I don't know what else. It, it went fast. Yeah. So. Lauren Murphy and Jessica Andrade. My goodness. First of all, one of her coaches is her husband. That would be hard to sit in the corner and watch that happen to your wife. Yeah. My God. I did not know that. She, uh, and it could, it could hinder sometimes, you know, as, as him being the coach. I don't know. I don't know what his skill set is, but. Uh, I did not see Crew Bob in her corner, and that's who she she was training with in Houston. The same guy that coaches Derek Lewis. Okay. So I don't know I don't know what her training situation is, but there were plenty of times in that fight where the ref could have stopped the fight easily. Yeah. Um, the corner could have stopped the fight between rounds. Something I don't know. Uh, does that does the corner stop very often? Does that happen very much? I don't no. know. No, I mean I'm, I know what's happened, but I'm trying to think when. To the- be honest, and I'm not sure I understand the rules. You're not allowed to throw the towel in anymore. Um, that's one of the things the commission says to us at the rules meeting. So it's like, hey, hello, hey, hey, hello. <laughs> Can you stop the fight? I, I'm, I'm not it's sure. It's a verbal like. Yeah, but it, I mean the ref's busy, right? So getting yeah. his attention, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people throw in the towel. Um, but in between rounds, you know, she made it out of round two and she didn't have much offense going, you know, after she had a little bit in the first round and it just continued to get worse and worse and worse. And what there there were, as you stated before we got on air here, there was two 10, eight rounds out of the three rounds. Yeah, two judges gave it a 10-8. Round three, all three judges gave it a 10-8. So it and round 45 And round two. two. Um, so it was 30-25. It was sorry, 30-25. Yeah. And then one, one judge gave her a 10-9 for round two. And so that scorecard was 30-26. Yeah, so uh, when it's going that bad, you know, there's, there wasn't a lot... She was. She doesn't have one punch knockout power, so she wasn't just going to come back and land that knockout punch to win. She wasn't getting close to takedowns, so I don't know what uh, what the hope was for in the corner. But at some point, you're going to have to start saving some brain cells. And with her, uh, there was two two people this weekend that that. I'll, I'll actually go to three if you want to talk about the slap fight bullshit. Because <laughs> that guy, did you see that? No. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, they should have stopped that fight. Someone should have stopped that fight. Uh, round two specifically, the one that was 10 across the board, I believe. Um, if you look at significant head strikes, head strikes 
Um, Lauren Murphy took 52 of them versus 21 that she landed. In, so in, in it, round just two? in round two. That's yeah. just round two. Um, and they were hard. And, and Andrade was lighting up combos. And she just looked... Her, so first off, her physique just looked otherworldly. Yeah. Um, she looked completely different in the cage. Um, and she came out aggressive. And I feel like she was just landing a lot of combinations. It wasn't just one. It was two and three and, and four sometimes it looked like. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that Lauren Murphy landed 20-something in that round. So that was the difference. Her, the significant strikes that she was landing were not the same as the punches landed by Agreed. Jessica Andrade. Agreed. Uh, you know. 17, and I, these were just head strikes. 17 head strikes landed by Murphy in round one versus 31 from Jessica in round one. So, so she was doubling up in every she, round. She was basically. doubling up. It got a little bit closer in round three. Um, and by a little bit, it was, it was 43 that she threw. So round three was her biggest volume, Lauren Murphy's. Uh, but she took 78, so that was the round that she took the most as well. So, I mean, round three was a war. Yeah. Um, and not much to the body, not much lower. Um, uh, Andrade did hit her with, with some um, some leg strikes overall. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just – it was kind of brutal. No one can question Lauren, Lauren Murphy's toughness. She's clearly tough. Um, yeah. Can't take a punch. But, yeah, there needs to be – I mean, she's not done, right? She's not done fighting, I don't think. And so, how long now has she got to recover from that? Yeah, because she went in going ranked number four, I believe. And I need to pull up the ratings on here. But I think that she went in as the fourth ranked fighter in that. Yeah, ranked number four tied with Alexa Grasso. Yeah. And Andrade was six. So it was basically five and six. Now Alexa Grasso's fighting for the belt, right? She's fighting... Uh, Shevchenko? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you got to think that Murphy's going to drop a little bit. Andrade, I mean, she put on a performance. Do you think that that vaults her up maybe one or two fighters? Where is she? Andrade was six, but really... Yeah, she was six and Lauren Murphy, I'll call it five, because she was tied for number four. Yeah, so she may end up being three but she also may get the next title shot after Alexa Grasso if she, if she doesn't fight she might get a title shot yeah yeah I guess and, and she earned it I mean she put on a clinic man she yeah. now do you feel like my comment was wow Andrade looks awesome your comment was Murphy looks horrible yeah no I, <laughs> so which I, 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 yeah you're, you're correct um Jessica Andrade did look very good she okay looked great she looked great um, I don't know that even Lauren Murphy looked terrible. She just got the crap beat out okay. of her and was it should have been stopped. I don't know that she looked bad. I think that she wasn't landing at the clip that Andrade was landing and definitely not with the power she was landing. That's what it – because sometimes you come in and you make the other opponent look good sure, or bad sure. by your performance. Lauren Murphy's tough. I forget what I said going into this, but I, I, oh, I picked you, her to win, Absolutely, I think. Yeah, you I did. picked her to win. You did. Yeah, because so, it takes you to be like, well, I was wrong here. Yeah, I'm definitely not knocking her. I just think that uh, – Andrade was was ready to go. Yeah, she she was very much ready to go. Um, it'd be neat to see Andrade fight for a title. I, the way she looked. Where's the girl that some people think beat Valentina? Um, hold on, let me pull up the rankings here. Um, so yeah, I guess it's it. I'm not sure who you're talking about. There's man in Fiorit, um, Santos. Santos. Talia Santos, yeah. she's ranked number two. So, 
I don't know how. I mean, I'll tell you how she didn't get the title shot because that's the toughest fight in the division. That girl was throwing her, was hitting her, was like beating her at everything that she beats everybody at. And um, I couldn't believe when they gave her the decision. And so that's why that fight's not happening again right now because Valentina doesn't want it right now. Yeah, she's not, she's not going to send that contract. Probably, well, yeah. I hope that I hope that Andrade gets something with it because she she put up a tremendous performance. Um, obviously, again, unanimous decision, um, and the odds were heavy in her favor, and she came out and showed everybody that she deserved that. Yep. Gilbert Burns and Neil Magny. This is the one that I mentioned where Burns went from from side control to mount and was able to. Uh, it was a head and arm, I believe, four minutes and fifteen seconds in the first round. Yeah, um, the educated crowd went crazy. Yes, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a fight, um, I, and I definitely picked Burns in this fight. Yep. I just think that if you have that striker striker versus grappler, and the striker has that big of a danger factor. You're in a lot of trouble. And he came out, picked him up, took him down pretty easy, real fast, real early in the round. And then uh, just got to work and ended up passing and, and was able to choke him. Uh, and it was getting close. You were like, oh, is he going to make it out of the first round? Is yeah. he going to make this what, work? What, like, what, what was the time on I think it, it was 4.15. Let me, let me okay. double check. I think it was 4.15. Um, yeah. Let me get back here. Yeah, 4.15. And Neil Magny's a stud, man. He's fought a lot of really good guys, yeah. beat a lot of really good guys. Yeah. But Gilbert Burns, he's he's at the peak of that division, right? Like he's unfortunately right now he's like the the gatekeeper, you know. He lost to Usman, but he well he lost to Hamzat. He Hamzat. lost to Usman, then he lost to Hamzat. Yep. Um, but he's right there, like he's better than everybody else, you know. So ahead of him, so Edwards is the belt holder, obviously. Then you got Usman, then you got Covington, Hamz Hamzat Chemaev. And then below Muhammad, and then Gilbert Burns, and I think he called out Covington. Who's like, let's let's rock. So, as a man, as a professional fighter, if you talk shit on somebody, and they show up at a restaurant and punch you in the head, yeah. Even if it's uncalled for, you don't sue the guy, right? He's now suing George Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal for brain for damage and yes okay. but saying brain damage so he will not be fighting anybody anytime soon he especially like how is he going to sue for brain damage and go yeah, out and fight right sure, so sure. for the fact that he's in a he's in some sort of lawsuit court case going on yeah he will definitely not be fighting and it's going to end up dropping down because people are going to be busy fighting and and uh yeah i think he should have handled it uh differently yeah but you know, we'll see. Mm, that's interesting. But this you know, people was... say the internet's real. The internet's not real life. Yeah, the internet is real life. You just get to not run into the people in your real life. Yeah. It's, the, it's a real person saying the things that he's saying. It's a real person typing those things. Yeah, but it's typically a coward that sits behind there that knows they're never going to end up running into the person. Right. Right. Well, right. George Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal is a thug. Right. And he's straight went, up. He went. I mean, you know that. You should know that. Look what look what he did to to uh, who's the champ? Leon Edwards backstage. Oh, yeah. yeah, lit him up backstage. You know, just for saying something while he was getting interviewed. And so you've got to know 
and you, you both live in Florida, so it's not like one guy's in California, one guy's right, in Florida, you're right. not going to run into each other. He may have got on a plane to come there anyway. I mean, look what Connor did when Habib's guys smacked Artem. He got on the airplane with a bunch of guys in Ireland and flew to New York and threw dollies at the bus. You know, some of these guys are real fighters. <laughs> you know, they're, they're fighters before they were fighters. Yeah. And so when you, you run your mouth about somebody like Jorge Masvidal, that dude's going to show up and, and some, you know, you're either going to fight. It, it, was a, it was a cheap shot. It was a dirty shot. He, he didn't say, hey, turn yeah. around, what's up? He just and blindsided him. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the kind of thing you can expect from somebody that is that type of guy. Yeah. So that's the type of guy you don't run your mouth about right. the way you did, you know. Yeah, take the W is. and walk away. Yeah. I mean, he. Yeah, he beat him. Handily. Yeah. Take the W. Yep. Just, yeah. I knew you were going to be super stoked for this one. Uh, oh, man. So awesome. Figueredo. Brandon so many Moreno. good things happened during that fight and after the fight that made me happy. So, Dr. Stoppage between rounds two and three. Um, was it an eye poke? No. Okay. Absolutely not. It was a knuckle. So I saw the knuckle, but then yeah. afterwards, his his right hand pushed went the up. other side of his face. Okay, uh, but the knuckle in the eye closed his eye. If you yeah. get hit with a knuckle in the eye and it fits perfect, yeah, it might as well be a might, might as well be an eye gouge. Like yeah. it feels terrible. Yeah, getting punched in the face, it hurts, but it's not like ah right there. You're like instantly <laughs> like he probably has a broken orbital bone. Like it fit in nicely. Yeah. And uh, it was it was not this it was this it was the thumb he threw the overhand and yeah, the, the thumb knuckle it, it went thumb right in there in. Yep. and so he instantly looked to complain because he was hurt yes and it wasn't it wasn't an eye gouge and then he pushed off his face off the other side of his face and uh, yeah it was not uh, was not an eye gouge and man the look in his eye I was like it's, it's over. over yeah it's over. Whatever happens now, it's only going to go backwards. It wasn't the look in his eyes. It was looking in his eye because you could only yeah. see one at that yeah. point. <laughs> and, and he was he was broken right here. Yeah. And uh, Brandon was on point from the get-go. And dumb, the, the all three judges gave round two to uh, Figueroa. Yeah. And I guess because he had the guillotine for so long – but he wasn't in trouble with the guillotine. He was yeah. past the half guard yeah. on the proper side. Um, to me, that just like a, an arm gas is what that Yeah, was he like. was trying to hold on and, and not end up on bottom getting beat up, you know, for as long as possible. But, uh, yeah, Brandon looked phenomenal and uh, he stuck to a, a good game plan. Although, safe said, one, two, one, two, one, one, two, stay away from the hook. It was a, a big hook that, that did it. <laughs> and, and I lied. It was actually after round three. I thought it was between two and three, but it yeah, was, it was between, between three, and three and four. And four. Yeah. Um, if you look at the scorecards, everybody had Moreno leading. Uh, there was, it was 29-28, 29-28, and uh, uh, one, re or one judge gave a 10-8 to Moreno in round three. Oh, really? And so he was, he was actually winning that one, 29-27. Okay. Um. Yeah, he he looked great. had a had a great game plan. Um, his wrestling looked good. Figueroa's wrestling looked good too. But the scrambles back up to the feet and right back onto a takedown for Brandon were great. Yep. Um, 
I was happy. I told you I wasn't pumped that Safe ended up being the, yeah. the coach. Yeah. Only because I feel like he, the way he made me and Luke feel when we were there was very, you are, you are very lucky to be in my building. Mm. He made everyone know that. Yeah. He walked around with a Glock stuck in the front of his pants while he taught class or, or ran practice. He didn't really teach anything, but while he ran practice. What? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, he does it all the time. I was like, you've clearly pissed off too many people if you're teaching class with a Glock in your pants. But anyway, he, he, I was happy because he didn't intervene afterwards. He didn't make it about him at all. He, it was all about Brandon. In the interview afterwards, uh, Brandon even said he didn't want to take credit for anything. And, and he really shouldn't have taken too much anyway. But sure, some. I'm sure he, he had the game plan. And he brought training partners to him in Vegas and, and did whatever. Um, he's got good guys to train with him. And, and I saw pictures of my buddy Fernie training with Brandon there. And uh, it, so, so I was just I was happy that he didn't make it seem like it was all he won the him. world championship right. because it was him. Because in my eyes, he won three times, four times now, or a draw and three wins. Mm. You know, he lost a decision I thought he won. Yeah, he he submitted him in the other one, and then he beat him this time. So he was clearly the better fighter, in my opinion, from the get go. And, and so I, I'm just glad he didn't take the credit for it. And and Brandon was able to uh, to enjoy it. And but he did say that he would be out to Dallas to train with him again you know moving forward so cool good for them i every time i hear of a fight being stopped by doctor stoppage all i can hear is a broken conor mcgregor against the fence against poirier yelling that's a doctor stoppage you call it a doctor stoppage does that mean anything at no. all it's tko it's a, it's a loss. When it goes on, yeah, when it yeah. goes on the record, I'm sure it's going to be a TKO. I don't even, it might say Dr. Stoppage, but uh, I don't even no, know if it says I mean, that. It's, I think it says, it says TKO hyphen Dr. Yeah, Stoppage yeah. on UFC. It's a website. TKO. So, uh, it's, yeah. It's all I can hear every time I can just whether hear Whether it's Connor. a corner stoppage, whether it's a doctor stoppage, whether it's a ref stoppage, yeah. whatever, it's a TKO. At, with his eye swollen, that. that you you knew even before the doctor came out when he was sitting on his stool. Were you pretty sure? When did you kind of? Yeah. So the doctor they don't let the doctor come in until the the one minute break in between trying to do everything ends. Yeah. Then they'll call timeout and the doctor will come in okay. before the round starts. Gotcha. So I knew he was coming in. I knew there was no way they were going to start the round with his eye completely closed. Yep. And it was completely closed. Completely. So I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to start the round. So let's see what the doctor says when he comes in. So the doctor came in and looked at it, and then I watched him shake his head, and, and he kind of shook it again and went like that, and it was like that. And then, yeah. you know, uh, Herb or Jason, I forget who was reffing, called it off. It was a nasty cut under his eye, too. Both oh, yeah. the swell, and there was a oh, nasty yeah. cut there. He was, yeah, he was done. He's moving up now to, to 135, and I'm happy about that just because I would not want to see him win a few fights and be right back to fight number five, you know, with Brandon because I, I believe they're both, you know, pretty – pretty far ahead of the rest of the field. So when there. he goes up to 135, now he's he's looking at Sterling, Sugar Sean, Peter, Piotr Jan. Bro, like, 35 is a dirty fight in the UFC. Like That weight class is ridiculous. I, Dominic Cruz, Rob Font, you know, Sanhagen, Cheeto Vera. Like, there are, there are killers yeah. in that. The top 10 guys in that division are no thanks. You've even got a Demagomedov. 
creeping up in that yeah. one. So yeah, that's um, I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. So you mentioned good things during and after the fight. You talked about during the fight, just the game plan. You talked about after the fight. Was there anything else? No, I just meant like after the fight with with the coach, not yep. being the in the limelight, but but was was very cool afterwards. And then I, I saw him on Ariel Hawani today, and he was cool on that. Um, he uh, and also. So on the way out of the cage, they're in the back, and do you see everyone throwing stuff at them? Yes. I so did. that happened to us when we fought in Juarez, Mexico. Uh, wild, wild, throwing drinks at us and just running with our heads down. Yeah. Brandon's laughing while he's running. <laughs> I was like, bro, he's from Tijuana. Like, <laughs> you, you, are you trying to make him go out to the bar? Like that's that happens yeah. every day there. Right. That's so, called Tuesday. Yeah, he's him, running right? laughing, you know, and uh, whatever. But he then went to Pantoja backstage. And said, and he hugged him and said, "Hey, I promise you're next. I promise you're next." That he would give him a title fight. Well, Pantoja beat him, so it was cool of him to do that. Yeah. He was being very nice, and the guy was being nice. Then all of a sudden, the guy started getting hostile and started talking and started being mouthy. And Safe is like, Burp, and just like stopped him and pushed him back and ushered Brandon along the rest yeah. of the way. But it was real weird that he got like that because Brandon was being super respectful, like he always is. And uh, such a humble, well-spoken, so just cool man. So chill. He just when we met him at Glory, the, every time we were up there, he was just such a down-to-earth guy. He plays with Legos. Like the, he, like the house we were staying in was the house he was staying in the time before. Yeah. And there were still leftover Lego packages and stuff there. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, he's hilarious. That is so cool. Uh, just to wrap this up, total strikes twenty-four versus eighty-five. Significant strikes, 48 versus 19, obviously both in favor of Moreno. That's not a good um, night for the receiving end of that. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, just about every way he could have, he uh, he proved once and for all. And, and obviously we're not going to see a number five, I'm no. sure, for a long time. This is it. It was cool that number four came, and it was because of a draw and a win and a loss for right. both. Like, they really came in. That couldn't have been any like more of a rubber match. <laughs> you know, like, that literally was the rubber match. That was, that was pretty cool. All right, title or the, the fight of the night, and this one fight of the night, uh, Jamal Hill took it to Glover Teixeira, man. He took it to him in all five rounds it was a unanimous decision um so this is the other guy that's definitely leaving with many less brain cells um glover to share is just too tough for his own good man i was i felt bad because he was he's so tough you know and i i'm not sold on jamal hill yet i, yeah, I really am I, not and here's why yeah if you go back to our our episode when we were talking about Glover and Yuri. Glover's ground is good if you're not trying to get out. But he lost position in the Yuri fight multiple times. Multiple times he lost the back. He lost position two or three times in this fight that gave up it gave up the fight. Yeah. Like he was in the finally finally he's gonna win. He got the chance. He he got the position he needed. Yeah. There are guys if they get that position, that's it. That's a wrap. It's over. And yeah, and they're not gonna get out. And ask Gilbert Burns. For sure, for sure. And and this guy got out every time. Nothing not to take anything away from him, but it's the same stuff that took place when Yuri Yuri got out. And it's a lack of stuff on uh Glover's side in my opinion. I, I just yeah. feel like 
if he's got your back and you're flattened out, he can choke you. You know, if he passes and gets an arm triangle, he can arm triangle you. But if you're creating chaos on the bottom and, and, and working up, they get up. And they, they rolled him to the bottom. He got rolled over to the bottom, you know, and end up on bottom. I'm like, man, don't end up on bottom. And he just, yeah, he gave up position. And I don't know if it's he's older. He's past his prime. He's not the same. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. When he was in his prime, I don't think he was fighting the best guys. You know, it was he got to the UFC late. Um, but he went on such a hell of a run in the UFC, beating good guys, you know, submitting good guys. Um, I just feel like I'm I wanna see Jamal Hill and somebody else and uh, that can wrestle. Somebody else that can wrestle and see what happens there. So we should talk. Give some props to Glover Teixeira. Hundred percent. Leaves his gloves in the cage. Retires thirty-three and nine. Oldest um, champion in UFC history. He retired at forty-three years old. It was funny. I was I was at a restaurant watching it, and and you know some people who weren't UFC fighters are looking at both of them, and they're like, they're fighters. Like, look how I'm like, and I leaned over. I'm like, he's forty-three. Like, you know, yeah. I, I know he looks a little soft, but you got to understand what oh, this guy bro. has done in his career. Such a savage. You, you and how to tough is he? My God, how tough is he? Like so, he, I. That's another fight that could have been stopped in a couple positions, a couple times. Uh, he was just taking a beating on the feet. That that cut above his eye. Oh, it was giant. Just I didn't nasty. think they were going to start that round. Just nasty. And they did. The referee came and looked at it, too. Or the the doctor came and looked at it, and they, they still started the fight. And I was just like, holy crap, man. So to, to put it, and it's going to take me a second. Um I, and I guess, well, I was looking at his career. Is that his run right there? Yes. I was. Now, it's not oh, all in the USC, of course, but it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. He went 2 and 2 and then ran 20, 20 professional fights in a row. Um, unfortunately, he ran into a freight train named John Jones, lost to him, lost to Phil Davis. And then, and then, and then how was he? Sporadic. Uh, 50-50. He beat OSP. He beat Patrick Cummins, Rashad Evans. Lost to Anthony Johnson. Beat Cannoneer. Lost to Gustafson. Uh, Misha Sirkinov. He beat, beat Corey Anderson. He lost to. And then he went on a 5 so six, one. run I was yeah. That was a run in the UFC. Yep. So Carl Robertson. Uh, Kutalaba. Uh-huh. I don't uh Nikita Krylov, Anthony Smith, and then Chiago Santos and Jan Blahovich. Yeah, so that's I mean that's on, that's a gauntlet right there. That was everybody left in the light heavyweight division after Jones was gone. Yep. And then and then he lost to to Yuri for the belt, right? In in to, in June of twenty twenty two. Yeah, last year. That was year. for the belt and then you know, leaves it all here, fought for the belt one more time. Um just a warrior. Oh yeah, I'm I'm happy he's retired. Yeah. Um, I, I hope they I hope Dana, like, for guys like that, with the amount of money the UFC has, they need to be like, here's a million dollars. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Not not uh, Glover saying thank you to him. Dana White needs to hand him a million dollars to say thank you. You earned this. Yes. Thank yeah. you for, for doing what you've done for my organization, you know, and, and he should do that with a lot of people. Total strike count on this one, 248 over five rounds versus 108. Um, you know, two and a half to one almost. Significant strikes were 75 to 232. You know, I, I, you look at them afterwards, and 
and I didn't see 75 strikes worth of damage on Jamal Hill. Um, yeah, he was worn out a little bit. His, his happened, and, and it, when he hurt him, he, he did hurt him at yeah, one time. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to do this. He's going to do this. And <laughs> was then, that like round three? Or, it yeah, felt I think like it, it was, was late. It was either late. Yeah, I guess it was. It was probably round three. And, uh, and then he got back in it and started landing yeah. again. I was like, yeah. oh, all right, well, maybe not. That's a great shirt. I donated $2,000 to them when I was at my Tony Robbins seminar years ago. Operation Underground Railroad. They're yep. legit, man. Um, so I, I, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't leave this without talking about the other Hall of Famer that was recognized. Oh, yeah. You want to say anything about There's that? There's another guy that had gone on one of the craziest runs of all time uh, in his career before running into Conor McGregor. I want to say it was, it was mid to high 20s. Um, what a savage uh, Jose Aldo is getting put into the Hall of Fame, which is cool <clears throat> because he literally just retired and they're already inducting him into the Hall of Fame. That's very nice of Dana to do because normally he waits kind of quite a while before, uh, before is, he does that. So, like, if you're in the NFL, it's five years after you retire before you're even eligible for the Hall of Fame. Okay. Is there any kind of eligibility like that? Clearly in not MMA? because he retired like okay. two cards ago. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So you wanted to talk about his run, and again, it's going to take me a second to count all these, um, but it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 wins, uh, spanning WEC, TFC, and then he got into the UFC in 2011, and that was a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That was a seven-fight streak before he ran into Connor. Can you go before that big streak? Oh, so yeah. so thank you. So I said, what I say? Six straight, then lost one, then went on eighteen. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, this guy seven. was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so seven he was straight, one lost, then eighteen. And then eighteen, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're talking twenty-five and Who one at that point. Uh, Luciano Azevedo, Azevedo, yeah, in Jungle Fight Five in two thousand five. And you got submitted. You got to rear naked on him. Wild. So, yeah, um, it's cool to see. It was cool to see that moment for for Jose. I mean, he had his family. Was yeah. that his coach on the other side of him? Yes, was, Andre Pedernaris. Who's um, uh, he fought also okay. back when I was fighting. He fought Militich a couple fights after I fought Pat okay. in, in the UFC. Um, he was Hannah Barrow's coach. He, I, I don't know the girls, but he's got a couple girls that are also phenomenal in the UFC right now. Um, yeah, they're 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 a savage team. And you're right. Uh, he lost uh, on August 20th, and did he did he leave his gloves in the cage that night as well? I yes. don't remember. Yes, he was done. So that's it for UFC 283. Did you want to talk a little bit about Power Slap before we go? Power Slap. Uh, <laughs> see, I didn't even remember the name of it. That guy got so hit hit so hard, I forgot the name <laughs> of the organization. Yeah, man, it's just dumb. This guy's face was this gigantic after getting hit like it yeah. looked like his jaw might be broken his orbital bone might be broken and the biggest disappointment and don't hate me for saying this jason the biggest disappointment was jason herzog was standing there refereeing the damn yeah, thing I saw and i love jason i saw i would that. not want to be involved in this thing you know yeah. i would not want to be involved in this thing as a ref as as anything and i don't think i don't think it gets off the ground I don't think it, like, unless it's off the ground right now, but I don't think it gets to be, how much, how much can they be making, right? Well, and for how like, long What are they going to do, this? pay them more than a UFC fighter and watch the UFC lose their mind? Yeah. You know, like, 
how, how much are they making and how long can you do it? And what's yeah? What's a long career? Five fights, six fights? Because if you're don't call them fights, at events. Yes, five events of getting slapped <laughs> in the face with no defense. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's dumb. I was talking to um, a coworker. Uh, they asked you know how my weekend was, and I was talking about watching the UFC, and he's like, "Oh, I can't. It's too brutal." And I'm like, you know, I used to think that until. I started learning more about it and understanding the skill that's involved and, and the camaraderie and, you know, people hugging. He's like, yeah, I, for this one, like all I see is like you said, concussions. I don't see any camaraderie. Well, there's like nothing, there's nothing. I'm literally watching people get knocked out with a palm strike, a slap. Just, their hand has to be behind their back, you know, and they have no defense whatsoever. So and weird. if they move, they flinch, they're penalized. So you can't, you just have to stand there like a dummy and get hit in the face. So I don't think there is any, amount of money especially like for the win and show money the show and win money that the ufc entry guys get yeah that is not enough to stand there and yeah. get hit like that yeah you know so we'll see how long it lasts that's all the love i want to get i want to uh, talk about it anymore until uh, it's over so coming up next why we've got a couple of things coming up there's a big bellator fight coming up real soon well they finally announced luke's event this weekend okay uh, his march 31st at pachanga casino in california yeah super stoked on that that's ufc or i'm sorry bellator 293 don't okay. cut us and uh <laughs> hashtag don't cut us there's a big one coming up right the the fedor yes fedor and ryan bader that's gonna be a great one as yeah, well yeah and, and this is fedor's last fedor's fight last too, fight. right yeah. that's that's it and he then, lost pretty fast to uh bader when they fought and he wanted this to be his last fight, so he's one yeah. asking for the rematch. And then you've got UFC coming up in February with Volkanovski and um, Islam Makachev, yeah. right? That's going to be a barn burner. Crazy. And then March is going to be. I'm. I just. I'm super excited. It, yeah, a lot of good cards coming up. I know he's your favorite fighter, but I can't wait to see John Jones get back in there, man. Can't. Can't wait. To I'm see interested that. to see. Like I've typically never even been interested to see. Now that yeah. he moved up to weight class, I'm definitely interested to see what he even looks and fights like. Right. So I'm. I'm right. interested in that. Cool. And I'll always be one of the guys that's paying the pay-per-view to watch him to lose. To watch him, hope, hoping he gets pezzed. Like. Right, right. <laughs> and I mean, regardless, right, that's all they want is someone to want to watch him win or watch him lose. And as long as they're getting those pay-per-view money. Take, you can take my money. Like, right. I'm going to watch this. Cool. Cool. Thank you. See you guys next time. Thank you very much. It is all over. Just like that.